Well, hello, and welcome to another edition of the e-commerce evolution podcast. I'm your host, Brett Curry, CEO of OMG Commerce. And I am thrilled to be bringing another episode to you. I'm excited about my guest. This topic that we're going to discuss today is very timely. It's super important. It has a major impact on the performance of your store. And we're talking about shipping in general, how to make it faster, how to make it better. We're also talking about how to use some functionality to uh, help with conversion rates using shipping as a... As a uh, a tool or a tactic to improve conversion rates because it is an area that can be a, a major pain point for shoppers. And so how can we eliminate that pain point and turn this into a positive? This episode of the e-commerce evolution podcast is brought to you by OMG Commerce. And we are thrilled to underwrite this program and bring some amazing guests to you. I have a question for you. How is your YouTube game? Are you using YouTube to help scale your e-commerce business? Hopefully, you're using YouTube both as a remarketing vehicle and also for top of funnel growth. However, if you're like most e-commerce companies, then you're probably not fully leveraging YouTube. So I have two free resources for you. The first is a two-minute crash course on YouTube ads. I recorded this with the famous Ezra Firestone. So you can check that out by looking at the links in the show notes to this show. You can also Google Smart Marketer and Two Minute Crash Course, and you'll find the resource there. Also, we recorded a 90-minute webinar outlining exactly how we scale with YouTube. We talk about keys to a great YouTube ad. We talk about audience targeting. We talk about bidding, optimization, and much, much more. So I highly, highly recommend you check it out. You can also find that linked here in the show notes. It's also at the bottom of the two-minute crash course page. So check them out and start scaling with YouTube. And now, back to the show. My guest is Akhilesh Srivastava, and he is the CEO of Phoenix Commerce. I was at a meetup in a Magento meetup in Seattle that my good friend Brian Lang was leading, and I met... Um, one of Akhilesh's employees there and really got excited about the service and excited about what they had to offer. And so thought, hey, this would be a great podcast topic. And so just a little bit about Akhilesh and then we'll have him uh, give you some more of the background. We'll dive right into the topic. But uh, Akhilesh is a, a technology enthusiast. He's passionate about changing the shopping experience with technology. And that is really just a huge part of where e-commerce is going. So how do we improve the shopping experience with better technology? He's helped large Fortune 500 companies, including eBay, Walmart, Gap, Nordstrom, Nike, Ralph Lauren, Adidas, Petco, Staples, Microsoft, many others. Uh, he's deeply analytical. He's a hands-on leader. And he likes to balance near-term execution with blue sky vision. And so with that, Akhilesh Srivastava. Uh, Akhilesh, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. No, thank you, Brett. Um, I'm, uh, thank you so much for having me as a guest. It's a privilege to be with you and, and share some of my experiences and my kind of how I think things are changing uh, in Amazon Prime, which is one day world, and how technology and data can help uh, everybody out there who is trying to compete and not lose uh, money while trying to compete. Yeah, it's such an important topic. And I guess it was just a few weeks ago now that Amazon announced that, yeah, one day prime shipping for most prime items, millions of items, is going to be the new standard. Walmart uh, tweeted out very 
shortly after that saying, hey, we're going to do one day and it's going to be free. And, you know, so kind of the, the war between Walmart and Amazon continues, but it's shifting expectations. And so that really makes this a very timely topic. How do we address shipping? How do we ease those shipping concerns? Maybe we can't compete directly with Amazon. Maybe we don't have to, uh, but we definitely need to think about shipping, making it faster, more affordable, all, all of those things. So uh, excited to dive into the ins and outs of that because it's going to have a huge impact on our audience. But before we do that, uh, I mean, I, I rattled off some really big companies as we we're talking about your background. So if you could just in, in a couple of minutes, give us the background what did you do prior to starting Phoenix Commerce? Yeah, no, absolutely. Would love to share that. So, uh, and and that is actually a good uh, reason why I started Phoenix because it was sort of I would say culmination of my twenty years long professional journey. So, just before Phoenix, I was running shipping and returns for eBay marketplaces for North America. Returns yeah. I was responsible globally. That that had to be super complex. <laughs> yeah, you can imagine, right? Absolutely. So uh, the challenges were uh, kind of what excited me to join eBay, frankly, was, and I joined eBay in 2014, was essentially, I mean, Prime was still a big force. And at eBay, I mean, eBay being true marketplace, uh, eBay was thinking, had been thinking around what can we do leveraging the data and intelligence without actually getting into the fulfillment business to improve the shopper experience on the site. And, uh, and kind of gain some benefits, right? As you were talking about that, yeah, I mean, while Walmart and Amazon are going head to head against each other, these are the same consumers, same shoppers who everybody is trying to cater to. And when these people come and browse for your brands, your products and your site, they don't necessarily always have the same expectations. So how can actually you leverage the, the, the efficiencies which are there in the ecosystem already and be competitive uh, with these big boys? Yeah, right. And just to clarify, because I think that's a really interesting point on the, on the eBay side. So with eBay being a true marketplace and not having fulfillment centers like Amazon, not being able to control shipping, it was it was your part of your job was to figure out how do we improve the shipping and return process when we don't fully control it. Is that accurate? Absolutely right. So uh, my when our my key metrics used to be that. Uh, what we can do because you can be so one of my metrics was accuracy of shipping promises right so which is how accurate so one is like you have to make shipping promises on the site and through various a b tests which we had done kind of pretty much every time we would have an ongoing a b test we knew that when you show delivery estimates to the shoppers during the pre-purchase window right especially on the product page cart and checkout and the shorter the estimates are along with the free shipping, it has a big impact on driving the conversion. Yep. It is very critical, I would say, within top five reasons why people actually choose to buy versus not. Wow. Right? So, so everybody was very anxious and we had seen the impact it can create when we reduced, started reducing and leveraging the data intelligence that instead of saying, yeah, you will have this product in seven business days, you start being intelligent about where the inventory is located, where the customer is located. And then we, at eBay, we are using a lot of machine learning, essentially, uh, because we had no idea about inventory, right? So at eBay, that was one of our challenge that we did not necessarily know where the end customer is going to be, is, is keeping the product. And, uh, and also, we had very little or no control on how long a typical seller will take to pick, pack, and ship the product type of thing, right? right? right. 
yeah so so ebay was very complicated i would say a little bit of uh wild wild west in the sense that we have we can have like sellers right and everybody is across the spectrum uh versus uh what we had to do but we saw a huge opportunity and we were able to tap into some of that right the early stages of how we can take advantage in that of leveraging the technology and data to at least provide starting to provide some of the experiences and build on to, to building on to that so we relaunched fast and free which is essentially ebay version of original prime where when when we saw based on our data if we felt confident that this product will be delivered to the shopper within four business days and with free shopping we would market free fast and free and there'll be truck and we saw it actually had a big impact on conversion when we wow. were able to do it wow and, and, and yeah so absolutely and and then on top of that we decided to build programs like guaranteed shipping which um, which basically was launched after i left ebay and year after i left ebay but i had, we had started laying the foundation for that program back in 2014 so right so it took almost like 3 years before that program came to fruition for ebay that's awesome and so you i mean what what a what a cool experience and and to be a part of that innovating uh how to make returns easier how to how to create you know fast and free and and making that shipping promise clear up front so that it can impact conversions and and yeah talk about you know everything being out of your control you you can't dictate when a seller is going to take the stuff to the UPS store or take the stuff to uh the post office and actually send it and so you're 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 predicting based on a lot of unknowns which makes that really tricky and so so then then starting phoenix was was that because uh, obviously you, you can see how how good amazon is at at the get it by feature most smaller merchants are not So was that kind of the premise there you looked and said hey there's not enough small to mid-sized e-commerce companies that that are using this get it by feature and I know based on my experience at eBay that if that happened we could see some dramatic results was that kind of what led to it So that was absolutely one big component of it so on eBay obviously as a platform I think we did a reasonably okay job to start providing those delivery estimates just based on the Data, right? While we had no control, and it was completely driven based on the algorithms. Uh, one of the other challenges I mentioned, we had no visibility into the inventory. So, and and prior to eBay, by the way, that is another kind of about 15 years of my life before eBay. I spent with large multi-channel retailers like or, or brands, right? Like Levi's, Nike, uh, Polar, Avalon, and etc. So I uh, I had spent all my life. in the supply chain and cross section of e-commerce right professional right. life so i knew that even for the largest retailers they typically don't have the capability in order to surface these things because when you are a small retailer you don't have the capability to uh, basically the resources to build the technology internally you don't have enough data when you are a large retailer then your footprint becomes so complex then again you don't have a solution out there so the vision we when i started to me in some senses eBay was kind of coming full circle right so i started my career with the large retailers like gap and the back end supply chain knew exactly what happens and and what are the challenges and opportunities and then eBay sort of put a final print on it right which is that you know it is a problem which happens cuts across the size of the retailers unless you are amazon or walmart who can throw millions or billions to solve the problem right most of the retailers their margins are so thin even if it is macy or kohl's If you look at, for example, even Macy's report, which came out um, early, earlier this week, actually, they are saying they don't even have the 
forecasting capabilities today in a company like wow. Macy, right? Wow. The price optimization down to store level and all that. So, and, and these are basically fundamental building blocks, which the, the, become, the bigger you become, uh, the, it starts becoming more challenging. So for me, starting Phoenix was that how do we build a platform which gives a good enough level of manual control where things, are, as I mentioned, right, that at eBay we had kind of completely fully automated algorithms, which sounds good, but then we would have a lot of buffer in the ecosystem because we could not control that. Um, yeah, I mean, Brett is going to take 24 hours to ship something versus Achilles is going to take maybe eight hours to ship something, right? Yep. And Monday, he ships in 16 hours versus eight hours type of thing. So, so basically combining all these years of experience, I decided that, I mean, I realized it was time to come out and build a comprehensive platform which gives enough control, enough levers to sellers to their to things they can control, which is how long can I pick back? Will do I take to pick back and ship by the day of the week, holidays, etc. All the complexity, and then there is the component of the carrier side of the equation, right? Where once right. you have handed over the package to like UPS or FedEx or USPS or you name it, uh, then things are out of your control. So that part is how do we automate it based on the machine learnings and and the historical data and all of that, right? And how do we really amalgamate this whole thing along with it. And if you want to make things even more interesting for some of our largest retailers, we are even determining what is the right location to ship the product from. And this problem only services for somebody who is shipping the product from multiple locations. Right, right. right? So we also had to build an engine on top of it to dynamically determine that what is the right location to pick the product and ship it to Brett versus Achilles, right? Answer made vary depending upon how far you live and a bunch of other parameters. So we decided to build this comprehensive platform. The objective is that yeah, anybody, regardless of your size, even if you are doing two million through your online store brand versus even if you are doing two billion in online revenue, and if you don't have the capability, the chances are ninety-five percent of the retailers today don't have these capabilities, uh, right? Uh, you go to Macy's, you go to Kohl's. We we love to talk about SMBs, small businesses, but even largest merchants, they right. don't have. They can't do it either. Yeah, they, they're they not going to do it. Right? Yeah. yeah, if you go to Macy's side, on the product page, they will show you that it ships in two days. That actually means nothing. So that's where when my vision has been since I come out of eBay that build something which is comprehensive enough, can support the most comprehensive cases. But we are going in very methodical fashion, right? Kind of starting small with a particular category, which is at this point, apparel, footwear, jewelry, beauty, cosmetics, and then continuing to go down deep and then go horizontal. Right. Great. I love it. So let's let's dive into the get it by feature and why it's so powerful. What what kind of impact that has on conversion rates and reducing abandoned cart and, and things like that. And, and I think everybody understands this, right? If you shopped on Amazon, you've seen it. There are a few other sites that do it well. But you're looking at a product and you see, you know, get it by and an actual date, depending on the shipping option that you choose. Very powerful feature. What, what have you guys seen? And maybe mention some case studies if you can. How does that impact conversion rates? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll, I'll kind of tell you a little bit about before... Uh, starting Phoenix, like from my days at eBay. So at eBay, one of the things which we used to do, right, that one, one part, when one, there are a couple of people in my team, our, their job was every three months to the sort of what we would call as buyer surveys, right? 
what makes buyer buy things when they are on eBay, right? And consistently, we saw that every three months, when every quarter, we would see the data coming back that delivery dates and the shipping cost, those are always in top five criteria. Delivery dates, shipping cost, always in the top five. Uh, Always the top five. And then another thing which we saw, which was very interesting, right? That even during the time when I was there from 2014 to 2017, we saw a marked difference. So 2014, we we would see on eBay people when they are buying. uh, We used to say that most of the people, majority of the responses were, yeah, free shipping with five days was okay. Mm -hmm. Right? The biggest, largest percentage. They were okay with that, right? That was the largest contingent. That five days became three days by the time 2017 came around. Wow. Wow. And then free shipping was always that trumps anything else. Yep. But we saw that there was a clear difference in buyer preferences that if you are able to show instead of five days to three days, that makes a big impact. And that's what people are expecting to see. So we invested a lot of user research and, and things like that. So we knew that this is important. And we also do a whole lot of A-B testing on our own side that how it actually drives the behavior. So we knew right at eBay that you know, this thing really matters. People are not just saying it on the service. It actually moves the needle. And uh, that was the reason when eBay committed to guaranteed shipping, by the way, right? That you know, this is a pretty big, significant program for us. But... Coming out of it, and, and uh, within Phoenix, when uh, we just completed recently, uh, McKinsey completed an A-B testing of Phoenix experience. We have been live on cart and checkout for menswearhouse.com almost since October last year. So it's been nice. like seven months. We're in the uh, order of the Men's Warehouse. Quick plug, I, I am a Men's Warehouse customer. Get all my oh. stuff there. Fantastic right. product. So so you guys, are, you guys are managing then your tool is... Uh, integrated with their inventory and then their website to be able to provide this functionality. Absolutely right. So Men's Warehouse actually ships almost, I would say, 80% of their e-commerce orders from their stores. They have have basically uh, 1,400 stores spread throughout US plus two distribution centers, right? So their challenge as for any large retailer was that their actual performance was before we put in Phoenix, one thing which we did was I looked at their actual, and I mean, I mean, I'm a data junkie, right? So I said, don't give me like yeah, data month. junkie. Yeah. That's valuable. In today's world, that's valuable. Years ago, that would have been like super nerd material. Now, very, very practical. It's all about ultimately how you can take advantage, take something, some value out of the data and put it to your advantage, right? So exactly. I looked at their data and said, don't look, there is a huge, huge opportunity here. Um, even if you change nothing the way you are running your operations, the opportunity is to use the data on real-time basis and start to project that information and how you would do it is we will have to take your inventory because you have a very complicated network. You are shipping from 1,400 stores, you are shipping from two DCs, so we have to have real-time inventory from you. We also would kind of leverage the historical information from tracking events perspective to see that between zip code to zip code, typically what and how the carriers are performing, right? And then we actually leverage our platform to dynamically on real-time basis, calculate based on individual user, individual customer, how long will it take? So uh, so basically the biggest impact for Men's Warehouse uh, has been, unfortunately I can't share the exact number, but it is so sizable that uh, McKinsey actually, uh, they, they established that this is the biggest top-line impact generating opportunity for them within 2019. 
Wow. On Phoenix wow. platform, right? So, so because their, so their biggest top line impact of the year for men's warehouse was this feature, the get it by feature. And 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 obviously that's important to the customer, but then it's complex tying it all together. But but it makes sense what you're saying. Absolutely right. So so McKinsey actually sort of uh, validated uh, everything which we were doing. So that was a great testimony to have. And uh, as a result, now they are expanding the same thing to Jose Bank, which is their other business as well. So Men's Warehouse owns three, four. So the the, the umbrella company Taylor Brand, and they own three, four different brands. Jose Bank is another one of their brands. So they'll be rolling out the same experience there. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there. Um, I can tell you that it's very significant. Um, something they could not look away from. As I said, it's biggest revenue generating opportunity without making any changes in the underlying operations. Wow. Without making any changes in how they ship the product. It's just that real-time determination of optimizing and, and using the platform we have from Phoenix standpoint. So, so that's the, and now you can see that on cart and checkout pages. So one impact I can share is that the average time which they were showing to their customers before Phoenix was 9 to 11 calendar days, right? Because they to 11 days. Yeah, which is it's like an eternity. It's basically, whenever you see some retailer saying three to five business days, it can equate into nine to 11 calendar days. Because if you add the weekends, that right. becomes nine, nine calendar days, right? And then there, with some holidays, it goes up to like 11 days. Which is just, right. which is just insane. I mean, that's... Exactly. You know, and I think, and this may be a good time to talk about this. I, I, you know, obviously Amazon has shifted the bar again. Now it's going to be one day shipping. I, I still just anecdotally and talking to people, I still, I still think there are people that will buy products from a smaller merchant. If it's a unique product with an interesting story and, and value there, they'll buy it if they don't get it the next day. It could be a few days, but nine to 11 days is, is pure insanity. And so I think it's one of those things that just cause you to say, eh, I just can't wait that long, even though we can. Uh, we, still, we still don't want to. So it's saying 9 to 11 days, and you were able to get that down to, well, like, what's, what's the average, average now? Right now, average is about four days, actually. Got it. Got it. Yeah. yeah. Average is about four days. So essentially, uh, so this was, uh, and, and they obviously have a very distributed network, right? They are okay. shipping from 1,400 stores. So the important point to realize is that Absolutely zero change for the retailer under the cover. No changes to their operations whatsoever. So we are still in phase one of our journey, right? Which yes. is we are not telling them or recommending that how they could change uh, where they're storing inventory and a bunch of other things, which we would do in later phases. This is just stage step phase one of the journey that that itself is so valuable that it will it'll pay out for everything else downstream, right? Yes. Um, and, and then... Um, as I said, uh, the, the other thing for them is essentially uh, now expanding it out. For some of the other retailers, since you asked, uh, there are retailers who have seen almost 20% uh, reduction in cart abandonment. 20% reduction in cart abandonment. That's that's significant. That's huge. Exactly right. I mean, one retailer, which is Chess House, and they are on public records, they say that between last year to this year, when they put Phoenix, they were incidentally our first customer we launched on Shopify Plus. And they have been a big fan of Phoenix. The, the owner, CEO of the company, very um, strong uh, e-commerce background. And he has been running these businesses for a long time. And uh, he understands shipping better than most of the other folks I have come across. 
So he lo- he was looking around, and and we were able to forge a good partnership with him, right? In the sense that yeah, we had the platform, and he wanted he was looking for something like us. So he's the number which he says is his conversion rate between last year to this year has improved almost by thirty four percent. Thirty four percent conversion. I credit for all of it, but he knows that this is such a sizable impact, and he keeps hearing from his customers all the time. And other benefits which he has seen is that uh, almost all his pre-order inquiries around, hey, when will it come? Those have disappeared. Wow. Yep. Right? Yep. So, so those have thing. disappeared. Uh, there are opportunities, a lot of other opportunities in the sense that after the fact, obviously now when people have an idea that it is actually going to come up in three days, guess what? For first three days, you don't have to worry about fielding additional calls from them, right? Even after yep. post, because people know that you're not, I'm going to get it probably by Monday or Tuesday. And then you only start getting the calls if it does not show up by that date, right? And then yeah. you have to pissed off customer on the other end that you know what happened? You told me Tuesday, so that's where that's another part of the equation, right? For us, that continuously improving our whole algorithm, whole platform. So while we know from the data that you can drive the conversion by making false promises for a short time, but then you will have very pissed off angry feedback. Yeah, that's that's the worst. I mean, think about you know a restaurant experience. If you if you're given the expectation that hey, you got to wait for an hour at this restaurant, it's what you really want. And you're willing to do it, uh, but if they tell you 20 minutes and then it's an hour, yeah, then you're furious and you leave a bad review and it was an awful experience. Uh, so so expectations are powerful. So so part of it is setting an expectation that's acceptable on the at the outset where someone actually wants to convert but then you got to keep the promise and so then your what you're saying is then your system tracks and sees were we accurate how you know where were we inaccurate and then it makes improvements and adjustments to set that proper expectation absolutely right so we have machine learning algorithms running running under the cover right we are, we are proactively tracking every single package from the tracking event perspective. So we also can provide proactive reporting to merchants, right? Which is essentially, hey, you took 1,000 orders today. Out of 1,000 orders, these 500 orders should be shipping out today because customer is expecting to get them by whatever date. We also do a little bit of uh, sort of TMS, which is carrier and service selection, right? So based on if you are working with five different carriers and you are using four different services or five different services. Our software also recommends what is the best and the cheapest mode, most optimal mode to deliver the package to the customer. Got it. Right? So we we actually have the ability to run the proactive reports on top of all this data, right? For each individual order that, you know what, this order is going to get delayed because guess what? You were supposed to ship it yesterday. It did not go out. So now you should actually upgrade the shipping. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you don't have a right. pissed off customer on the other hand, or you send an apology note or send an advanced coupon for a future visit and whatnot yep. uh, to the customer saying that, hey, don't, we had some issue on our end. Apologies, it's going to arrive a day late. And, and, that's, and that's perfect. And so the software helps you do that and identifies, hey, you didn't ship out this order today. Yeah. Because of that, it's going to be late. So either eat the difference and pay for expedited shipping or... Notify the customer that it's going to be a day or two late. Give them some kind of a gift certificate bonus, something for their inconvenience, and then that's a way you that's a way you save a customer. And, and it's, it's, yeah, it's the loyalty, right? Because as you said earlier, and it happens with most of us, right? That if an item doesn't come a day or two within the time frame I was shown, but 
if a retailer proactively reaches out and says, oh, here, here is $5 coupon for your future visit, guess what you have done? You have actually created a loyalty loop. Yep, yep. Each time that customer might want to come back again on the site and spend that money. Yeah, because you know, hey, they're, they're going to take care of me. They're going to do the right thing. And, and they're, right. They're, they're paying attention. They're on top of it. You know, all those things lead to greater loyalty and, and more purchases. So let's, let's talk about some, what, what are some of the things that need to be in place for the Get It By featured works. I know, uh, obviously, you guys create the, the technical integration, and, and uh, but, but what has to be in place uh, on the merchant side for the Get It By feature to work? So I would say a few things which we uh, rely upon uh, very heavily. So one is the inventory picture. So because we don't do inventory manage on our end, we have the hooks or the integration, if you will. For example, if someone is on Shopify, we have the ability to pull the inventory from Shopify automatically within Phoenix on daily basis or regular basis. But we expect that they will actually maintain the right level of inventory within Shopify, whichever way they are maintaining. Um, because, for example, if you think about it, uh, if you are running out of, if you have ran out of the product and you don't communicate that information to Phoenix, and we think that you actually have inventory on hand, we will still be giving out the dates to the customers. So you want. We want them to be certain that their picture within of inventory within Shopify that is reasonably accurate. Um, we do allow them a lot of flexibility around it, but at a high level, I would say that's one component. Second is I would say uh, they should, if they have multiple locations, then they will see big benefit because then Phoenix is also doing the routing or allocation, so to speak, right? Which is which is the right location to ship the product from. A little bit of I would say lightweight order management type of thing. And, and then the third component is if they have their own negotiated rates with the carriers, where, for example, we work with some retailers who have uh, who work with 3PLs, they are using 3PL rates, so they don't even have their own visibility into how much are you paying for shipping. So that's not as, I mean, for us, it's fine if you are paying that much for shipping, but then it actually precludes you from taking a lot of advantage around shipping price elasticity, right? Because you may be saying that I'm paying uh, $3 per package versus in reality, you know that for some packages, you're only paying $2 and for others, you are paying $7. Now what Phoenix does actually, it allows you to go up and down based on those ship costs as they are moving and then calculate the most optimal experience from the customer standpoint. So you don't have to say like, it's, I mean, I, I like to give this analogy of that river is five feet deep average, right? But if you go with that, what happens is when, yeah, you are okay when you are like three feet, but then the moment it's over five feet, you are in the water. Right. Right. right? So, yeah. and so shipping, when especially when I see a lot of retailers, they are doing a flat ship cost without really understanding because it cuts them both ways. One is you are either losing conversion when people think that, why should it be so high? Uh, and other is you are losing money on shipping. Yeah. So yeah. We actually are allowing them to be flexible where when actually it is re in reality, it's going to only cost you two bucks, you charge them two bucks and maybe a little bit extra for covering your packaging, etc. If you want to do that. So there is dynamic flexibility to set up those rules, go down to the individual region, uh, etc. But all in all, I would say those are the basic things we want to have. Uh, we want the retailer to have in place. Yeah, yeah it totally makes sense. And just to, to to emphasize that point on flat shipping fees, it can be easier. It's simpler to have a flat shipping fee, but it either 
can impact your conversions negatively or can cost you money in the long run. So the, the, the ability to flex and move based on what the actual costs are in the long run probably has greater benefit uh, to you and the yeah. customer. Because until now, if you think about it, right? Until now, there is, I mean, there, I mean I, as far as I know, there isn't any platform which can dynamically say that what well, this particular product actual shipping cost is going to be less than two bucks for me, for example. Mm -hmm. and I'm okay to offer free shipping on this yep. product versus this one is going to cost me ten bucks. Let me not offer free shipping on this product because yep. I will lose money if I offer free flat ship cost. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, let's let's dive into a couple of practical tips. So you've always been on the logistics side, the supply chain side of e-commerce, back with eBay, other companies, and now, of course, with, with Phoenix. But what are some practical tips that you have for merchants to improve their shipping operations? Because I, I think it really comes down to probably two big things, right? Cost savings or improving your cost and then improving your speed. But what, what are some practical tips that you can share? So I would say one of the biggest, I would say, opportunity where I'm, uh, I would say people are leaving sort of money on the table is, um, so USPS, when it comes to USPS with priority mail, one, two, and three days shipping, and same as the case for first class mail, right, which is one, two, and three days. What I'm seeing is uh, a lot of small, mid-sized merchants who are doing maybe 10, 15, 20 million, they have got an annual contract with FedEx or UPS, one of those two. And they are shipping almost like 90% 90, 90 of the packages with FedEx or UPS, one of those two. And they don't look closely enough at their shipment volume. And there is a big opportunity to reduce both the ship cost as well as increase the speed of delivery if they can come up with the right mix of uh, carrier services selection, right? Dynamically, which is, you know what? I'm going to ship this particular product on dynamic basis, right? Um, with FedEx, which is good because it is like three pounds uh, and it's going to be ground shipping and it will be there in three days because it's within my zone one and two. But when it is going to go, on, go going to zone six or seven or something like that, and it is, for example, let's say uh, a one or two pound package. And if there is an opportunity to fix in the flat rate box, that's another untapped opportunity where I see that majority of the retailers are not taking advantages of even USPS ecosystem the, the way they can take it. So if you think about it, if you can change your shipping practices a little bit and you can, uh, you can start to leverage maybe some of the fixed uh, boxes, fixed price boxes for USPS uh, intelligently in your shipping practices, then you can serve pretty much entire country, even from a single location within US, uh, within three days. Wow! Right. So, so you're using so you're using USPS, the United States Postal Service, for those uh, customers that are outside your immediate region because it's it's cheaper to get it there faster with USPS than it is UPS or, or FedEx. Is that am I understanding that right? Well, that is correct, right? So if you are, for example, if I'm shipping something from, let's say, California to New York, it's almost going to be zone six or seven. If I'm shipping every single package of mine with FedEx ground, it is going to take probably five days by the time it shows up in New York with ground shipping. Mm -hmm. And I might be paying maybe, let's say, seven bucks for shipping two pound package with ground shipping with my rates. But then if I am intelligent enough to 
mix my to to kind of alter my shipping mix, which is you know on this package, yeah, instead of seven bucks, I'm okay to pay nine bucks, and it'll be there within three days if I ship it with USPS priority. Guess what? The conversion benefit on the front of the funnel is going to be much bigger versus incremental two dollars, which you may have to incur. Yeah, absolutely, uh, absolutely. So paying yeah, paying two dollars extra in shipping with USPS to get it there in three days rather than five. And then if you can communicate that to the client up front, you're going to see a, a nice lift in conversion rates that will offset that extra cost. Absolutely right. And, and that's where the reason people have not been able to do it, because as I said earlier, right, that you have to tap into the opportunity from the top of the funnel, as opposed to trying to do it after the fact. Because if you make that decision after a customer has bought or left the item in the cart, you have already missed the opportunity. Totally makes sense. Well, uh, Akhilesh, this, is, this has been super fascinating. Uh, how can people learn more? So as, as someone's listening and they say, man, I got to get a better handle on my shipping and I love the, the sound of this technology. How can they learn more about Phoenix Commerce? So a couple of easy ways. Uh, so by the way, I mean, we have a website, www.phoenixcommerce.com. They can always go there and check. I am passionate about it, actually. I mean, believe it or not, I have... I talk to small merchants all the time. There are merchants who have come to me. They want to get on the platform and my my message to them. In fact, there's a merchant, um, they, uh, they manufacture and ship um, homemade dog food. Uh, homemade dog food, nice. Right? And this guy, he learned about Phoenix and the merchant, he, so I, and he said, yeah, yeah, I want to try it out on our on Shopify platform, right? So I got on the call and I understood the, what they were doing. They were doing about 200 shipments per week. I told him that, look, yeah, I mean, you will see some benefits, but then based on your shipping practices right now, I would recommend you to do these three, four things before you even think about Phoenix right. or anything else like it, right? So right. I'm always, when I, mean, I love talking about it, I, I mean, this is a very major, I mean, big passion of mine because shipping gives you so much data. As I said earlier, I'm a data junkie. So anybody who... <laughs> and I don't charge people for kind of half an hour, one hour type of thing, right? Because I love to solve these problems. Of course, we charge for our platform when people want to use sure, it. Sure, sure. But I'm always... But, but people can potentially bring a, a shipping question to you. Or, or if they say, I don't know if this is right for me yet, but I'd love to talk it over with... Akilesh, then, then you're willing to do that. Absolutely. I'm always open and accessible. Shoot me an email. We'll find 30 minutes time slot where we'll get on the phone, talk about what you can do. And again, as I said, right, I mean, one of the things which I strongly believe in Phoenix and I tell it to everybody that, look, I'm only going to get you on the platform if I believe that from day one, you are going to be ROI positive. Yeah. If you pay me $1, you should be making at least 3 or $4 in return from Phoenix as the platform. That's my fundamental belief, regardless of the size of the retailer. If it doesn't work, I'll be the first one to tell you that you want to get rid of it. It's not working for you. It has not happened so far, but still, I mean, that's what I believe. Yep. Love it. Love it. Well, uh, Akilesh, really appreciate the time. This has been fascinating. I, I'm a firm believer. You know, this is an area you have to get more competitive on. You ha and, and, and you pointed out, and shipping is not my area of expertise. I'm a marketing guy, but as I've listened to you and Dug in a little bit. It's fascinating stuff. One, the data that's there. Uh, two, the impact this makes. You know, the fact that cost and timing are two of the top five pe reasons people buy or don't buy. And so you, you just we, you have to find a solution. You have to 
to get this right. And so uh, we'll definitely link to Phoenix Commerce in the show notes. Go check it out. Take Akilesh up on his offer to potentially talk shipping, pick his brain a little bit if you need to. Uh, so with that, Akilesh, thank you so much. It's been a ton of fun. Really appreciate you taking the time. No, thank you so much. It's my pleasure and honor to talk about uh, shipping in area, which I'm passionate about. Thank you so much, Brett. Yep. Thank you. And as always, we'd love to hear more from you. Uh, what you like to hear more of? What would you like to, to? What other topics would you like us to discuss? If you feel so inclined, we would love that five star review on iTunes. That helps other people discover the show and check it out and learn from great guests like Akilesh. And so with that, until next time, thank you for listening. At OMG Commerce, we accelerate growth for some of the most loved brands in e-commerce, like Boom, Native, True Earth, Overtone, and dozens more. If your Google and YouTube ad performance isn't where it should be, if you're struggling with Performance Max, or if you're not scaling like you'd like on Amazon, then we have two ways to help. One, we have amazing resources that are free for the taking, like our top YouTube ads guide with lots of examples, our PMAX checklist, or our Amazon DSP roadmap, plus many more. Or hit us up for a free strategy session. So go on over to omgcommerce.com and click on Let's Talk to request that free strategy session or click on Resources and Guides and pick the guide that's right for you. And now back to the show.